The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Welcome to Living with Intention. I am April Wyatt, your wellness advocate, and I am so grateful that you're here today. During our time together, we will explore ways to connect the mind, body, and spirit to allow growth from within. And by utilizing my own intuition and experiences, I will guide you through a variety of techniques which will assist you to bring you back to your true essence. Now I invite you to take a moment, set your intention with curiosity, opening your mind and heart to receive as you discover more about your own abilities for expansion. Hello, today I'm going to share with you about setting your attention on your intention and why it is so important to integrate these into your daily life. I'll also have a few key elements to share with you, which will help to keep your focus on your intentions. But before we begin, I want to remind you, for those who listened to my last podcast, Experiencing Living with Intention, and how we talked about finding your center point, a place that feels better either internally or externally, to give you a place to touch in so you can navigate through challenging times with a little bit more ease. You can also feel free to review any of these episodes to help you refocus. I had also mentioned how important it is to have the awareness about your present state of being. With that awareness comes your focus or your attention upon yourself. With my experiences over the past decade, working with hundreds of individuals, I've witnessed how we all have intentions of what we're wanting. And most likely, we remind ourselves every day of what it is that we're wanting, whether it is a new job, a relationship, just to be at a point in our lives where we do not have to worry about the little things. These all have a common denominator. These intentions are what lead us to happiness, to live the life with ease and feel good about ourselves and our situation. So what is the barrier between us and happiness? Well, I'm here to share with you. It is about focus or our attention as we go about our daily lives from task to task and even moment to moment. As Napoleon Hill said, good intentions are useless until they are expressed in appropriate actions. So it's the actions we take towards the intention. Think about all the intentions we hold for ourselves that we haven't been able to fulfill. When we say we're going to start doing things for a healthier lifestyle, go back to school, look for a new job, or other things that we are wanting more for ourselves, we tend to put it off 
because we either do not see a clear path of how to get there and we get discouraged, or we do have a starting point, but this takes dedication and focus to start the process towards the goal or our intention. And this can feel very overwhelming. Part of the process to get us moving is to hold our attention on the intention. So your focus is the attention and is what helps you navigate towards your intention. To give you a visual, think about a train, a locomotive with energy and momentum. Does it roam over the earth to its destination? No, it needs a track to run on, a guide to the destination. So the train is your intention and the track is your attention you're putting on to the task or goal or whatever it is that you're doing. Seems pretty simple, right? Well, as you've experienced, there are outlying factors that seem to run us off the tracks. And it's really about our efforts on our attention. So here's a fun fact for you. The average attention span of a goldfish is 10 seconds. Just how long do you think the average attention span of a human is? It is eight seconds. This reminds me of when we are applying for a job, filling out your resume, and they tell you, you only have five to seven seconds to get the person's interest in what you have to offer for the job like an elevator pitch that you take and you are able to talk and give more information in just a short amount of time. Or even when you're looking at social media or advertisements, what are the words that grabs the person's attention, such as images, colors, content, all that plays into directing our attention. So why is it that our attention span is so limited? Well, it has a lot to do with our environment, what's happening around us, and also what is already in our minds. Our minds like to tell us what we don't have time for, or we still need to do this, or I need to get through that to-do list and focus on things that we didn't accomplish yesterday. The mind is constantly redirecting our attention to the past. Also, when we are under a lot of stress, we tend to become more distracted because the brain is producing chemicals that puts us in a vigilant state, a survival mode. When you are able to find your center point, as we've talked in the past, you can become more aware and redirect your attention. This may seem fleeting at times as you're learning to refocus and redirect. Just know that this happens to most of us. This is part of the human conditioning that sets us apart from the other animals. And what tends to get us in trouble, even more distracted, is when we multitask We like to think we can perform two or more tasks at once to, quote, get things done, reading an email, answering phone, or driving a car, and talking hands-free, hopefully, 
at the same time, cooking and watching something on a device like a television or phone. We like to think that we are able to complete two tasks at once. And the reality is we are very distracted when we're focusing on more than one thing at a time. And that we really do not do a great job on either of those tasks because we are not fully present. For example, how many of you have misread directions while cooking or burnt a meal because of being distracted with something else? I can raise my hand to that one. <laughs> or misread an email and your response was off target. And quite possibly, most of us have done this, missed a turn when driving because you were distracted by a thought or listening to something on your phone. So what is the key to help us redirect and be as present as possible when placing our attention on our intention? By you placing your attention on your feelings, the emotions you are currently experiencing. Emotions are energy in motion. So right now, I want you to pause and remember an inspirational thought that you initially had about setting an intention or a goal. It may have sparked something inside you when somebody told you about an idea or a book or how they connected with another individual to share information, anything of that nature. The inspiration is an overwhelming feeling of excitement, joy, enthusiasm. And it's a driver. It, it catches your interest. It is from the inside out. You want to find more information about whatever it is. That's the inspiration. How you are feeling is very important when you're thinking about your goal or intention or anything that you're doing for that matter. Putting your attention on how your body's feeling. What's happening there? Are you feeling uplifted? Inspired? Or are you feeling heavy, tight, or constricted? Is it a feeling of expansion? Or is it a depletion? Again, with the awareness you are meeting yourself where you're at without judgment or criticism. Your awareness of your feeling is enough. And remember, if this is a new approach to building the relationship with yourself and your body, it may take some time and know that you are one step closer than you were just a moment ago by keeping open with curiosity understanding how new ideas and approaching these concepts will help you open, help you to receive a little bit more because you only know what you know. And 
we don't know everything. We don't know everything. Okay. So we're going to explore here in a moment about putting your attention on your intention with this short exercise, just so you can experience this for yourself and apply what you're learning or listening to. This allows for growth and expansion. The reason why I say to apply it and how important it is, is we could listen to audio tapes or podcasts or read inspirational books and feel that inspiration. Although until we apply it to our everyday lives, it's just a fleeting moment. It doesn't really go anywhere. For example, I don't think I would want any doctor to perform an operation on me if they only read books about it or observed others performing a surgery. Placing the information into motion with hands-on practice and participation, then, only then, can this experience turn into an understanding of the subject matter, which sets the foundation for knowledge and wisdom. Our intentions start with a thought, something that inspires us, and the intention in the moment is what fuels the power for the motivation. We tend to forget that everything we're experiencing comes into play on our path when we're on the tracks or on our way to our intention. So what is it you're experiencing? Everything you're doing right now brings you into the next moment. So think about what type of thoughts and how you're feeling contributes to your experience by keeping the momentum of your attention moving forward towards your intention. For example, everything in the room that you are in or the vehicle that you're riding in right now at one time was a thought. Somebody had a thought to create whatever furniture, the computer, device that you're listening on. It all started with a thought and inspiration to create something. So you are right now living and experiencing the end result of someone's thought or inspiration. Some of you might not know that it took Thomas Edison over a thousand attempts to create the light bulb. And with each failure, that inspired him to keep moving forward, learning from what didn't go right. He focused on what could be better. He had the motivation and drive. Maybe somebody may have thought that he was at the edge of insanity for what his vision was creating the light bulb. The creation of the light bulb is a perfect example of your mind and how it is so powerful. So we're going to do a short exercise right now just to see how easy it is to shift your energy towards your inspiration. 
when I talk about your inspiration, it could be something simple or big because it really doesn't matter. It takes the same energy and creative force. So right now, we're going to put your attention on your intention. As you hold the inspiration with you right now, If you can, I invite you to sit in a comfortable position, feet flat on the floor, uncross your arms and legs, with your palms on your thighs. If it feels comfortable to you, gently close your eyes or hold a soft gaze downward. Please. No multitasking during this exercise. During this time, this is you investing in you. So right now, being with me, and we're here without judgment, with no expectations, to just observe what's happening within you And taking a nice, relaxing breath in and out. Pausing here. You can close your eyes or gaze softly down. I invite you to relax your forehead, relaxing the tongue off the roof of your mouth, relaxing your jaw. Neck, shoulders, all the way down to your feet. And I invite you to bring into your mind's eye, visualize what it is you are wanting, and see it as it's already happened that you are living and experiencing. The end result. It's complete. It's done. You are right where you need to be. Really see yourself as you've accomplished the goal by living your intentions. Really feel that within you. So how are you feeling right now as you sit with the visualization? You might have a feeling of being lighter, open, maybe feel some relief, like a weight has been lifted off of you. What emotions are you feeling? Maybe it's happiness, joy, enthusiasm. Stay with those sensations. And what now are you experiencing right in this moment with this feeling? What more are you capable of now that you've achieved this goal? What other opportunities in your mind may have opened up for you with this visualization? 
what else can you accomplish? Remember, you are limitless. Your imagination is the key. And with your mind coupled with the feeling sensation, this is the spark. This is the force fueling your drive. This is working from the inside out. This is a ripple effect as your body is responding to the visualizations that you just held in your mind. And taking a nice breath in and out. You may open your eyes now, bring yourself back, and do your best to keep that feeling within you. Some of you might be thinking, oh, April, this is daydreaming. Although it has to start somewhere, and dreams truly inspire us and motivate us to become more even when people around us tell us it's impossible or the mind keeps asking, how is that going to happen? With the whole dialogue of, you don't have the money or you could be possibly feeling fear by thinking of the lack of your own abilities to accomplish such a goal because it may feel bigger than you. Again, the mind wants to protect us, to keep us small and safe, so we don't have to feel hurt, disappointment, or judgment from others. By just redirecting and remembering you have the inspiration and you feel it within you, even if it's just a little spark, know that you're worthy of more. And when you're working from the center point, a place of safety and compassion for yourself and trusting in the process. Things will start to shift. You see, life is about being vulnerable and have the courage to take risks, to have experiences to learn from. And this is growth. You will not know until you take that first step or test the waters. Yes, there will be some rocky moments of uncertainty. And when you find yourself there, off the tracks, just bring yourself back to your center point and remember the inspirational thought to evoke the feeling you had in the first place. This will rekindle the fire and as we talked, that driving force within you. Sometimes it may feel like one step forward and two, or maybe even 10 steps back. When this happens, do your best to focus on what's going right, even if it's the little things. And sometimes it may feel that you are on a teeter-totter, unbalanced. Just you having the awareness of this unbalanced 
is the key because you are recognizing where you are at and you have the choice to redirect your attention with gentle kindness as you reconnect again to your center point. So right now, as you're here listening with me, what is it that you're intending in your life? We tend to get stuck in the routine of daily tasks and go through the motions of everyday life. People tend to talk and say, I'm going to make it by, or I'm just making ends meet, or I'm just trying to get through the day. These thoughts or ideologies leave us empty because we've lost our focus on our attention, on the intention of what we held enthusiasm and passion for in our lives. As you are placing your attention on your intention while connecting to your center point, you create a ripple effect for others as we're all connected, as we experienced with the recent global shift. This is a true phenomenon of how connected we are because whether you're aware of it or not, you're part of the greater collective consciousness, which I like to call the stone soup of collective consciousness. For those of you who are not familiar with the old tale of stone soup, I'll just give it to you in a nutshell, my version. Imagine centuries ago, before Google, before cars, people actually traveled by foot or upon horse to different villages to trade. A traveler came into a village telling everyone they were going to make an amazing pot of stone soup. And this was very exciting for the villagers. And everyone gathered around, mesmerized by a beautiful stone the traveler unfolded from a burlap sack and placed it into a pot of boiling water over the fire. Everyone watched and waited. When the soup was ready, the villagers tasted it. And they were a little perplexed. And one of them said, oh, this still needs something. So they added some herbs. Another person said, oh, I have some vegetables. They added vegetables to the pot. And another added a chicken. Soon they had a nurturing, delicious stone soup. You see, the stone soup could not have been created without each contribution to the pot, each person adding their own ingredients, their essence. So today, together, while you're listening to this podcast, whether it is shortly after it's been released, a week, a month, or even a year after, you are still contributing to the stone soup of collective consciousness and shifting this consciousness with your intention as you apply what you're learning to your life 
and creating a ripple effect with others. Before we end, I invite you to remember to pause and ask yourself, what is it that you're wanting out of life? Finding your center point. Noticing bringing awareness to the feelings in your body and how it's responding. You see, our bodies are amazing compasses, a navigating device helping you to understand where you are at with your attention. As you've experienced here with me, you now understand how thoughts are so important and especially the feeling behind the thought, the motivation which drives you on the tracks, assisting you to stay in an alignment with your intention. I so appreciate your time today. As right here, right now together, we are forming a new stone soup of collective consciousness and your essence is needed to add to the amazing vibration we just experienced. Please remember that you can always review any of these podcasts and receive that same energy you experienced here because you are part of that, of the energy, of the connection that we are creating here. If you would like to reach out with any questions or want to know more information about my services, please visit my website at livingwithintention.co or follow me on Facebook or Instagram at livingwithintention.co. Also, you can download the free app of mindbodyspirit.fm and listen anytime, anywhere via Spotify, Google, and Apple. Be well, my friends, and keep shining your light and sharing your truth. And I look forward to connecting with you again soon. What is it you really want in life? No matter what you've been through, you can still achieve it. I'm Sandra Ann Taylor, And in my Energy Activation podcast, we'll explore the science of manifestation, and I'll give you specific techniques to shift your energy in order to make your dreams a reality. I also do live energy readings, and you can be a part of the show by emailing your questions to me at sandrataylor.net. Join me on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.